Hey guys, it's Editing Bree. Remember that one time last week when we told you that we were going to be discussing Kegels this week? Well, we lied. Somewhere along the way, we mixed up the order of our episodes when announcing the next week's content, and it turns out we completely left out our journaling challenge. So we will be discussing Kegels next week for our 10th episode. For this week's challenge, please enjoy our discussion and experience after journaling for an entire week. Take it away, Pasbury. Hello, and welcome to the Trials and Error podcast. Three friends trying different wellness challenges to improve their lives and other stuff. I'm Brianna. I'm Shauna. And I'm Melanie. And this week, our challenge was to journal every day for the week. And before we jump into each of our experiences with the journaling, I actually want to talk a bit about our previous previous experience with journaling and then go into some of the benefits that I found of it. So for me, I actually, I think I was the one that brought up this idea, but I actually have been journaling on and off for years. Um, There's definitely been lapses in time where I didn't journal for a long time, but I've always found that randomly if I'm feeling really overwhelmed or really stressed, I will want to journal and write out my feelings. So this isn't something that's completely new to me, but I have, this was sort of a chance for me to get back into it and do it more consistently, but I kind of wanted to hear from you guys what your previous previous experience with journaling was. Bree? I feel like I also go on and off with journaling. I used to really want to keep a diary when I was little because it's in like every childhood movie ever, like so somebody cool. has a diary. Yeah, it's like so cool. Do like, you remember hey, those diaries that were voice password protected yes and only your <laughs> of voice course. could open it yes. Just... done that. i should have gotten one of those for this do you remember the ones that had the <laughs> tiny itty bitty locks and the tiny tiny itty bitty keys and you would always yep. lose the fucking keys like... yep. yeah but then you could just like break the lock off <laughs> yeah but also like i never thought of that every single key was like the same for every single lock so i had just a ton of those keys so if i lost the key to one lock i had spare keys that opened all my locks those are just the tiniest cutest little locks so amazing oh so anyways so yeah ever since then i've never been consistent with it and i buy journals like crazy i love buying journals so I have a thousand of them, but I'll go through phases where I'll journal a lot and then I'll stop. And it's usually, I find I usually journal the most when I have a lot of feelings that I can't quite figure out. Or if I have like too much going on in my head, then it helps me get all of the words that are in my brain like out onto paper. So then I can kind of see like where my thoughts are really going Either that or I'll journal, like, if I've had, like, an experience, like, I traveled somewhere or something and I just want to remember what happened. But I've been very inconsistent with it. So I actually haven't really ever been into journaling or, like, when I was little, I... I'm surprised by that for you. I know. Like, I'll want to try it and I'll even, like, start. I don't know, like, I'll think of all these things I want to journal about, and then I'll go to do it, and I can't, like, I don't know. 
It's just like I get blank. Like I just can't think of anything to write. And also my hand hurts really bad when I write. <laughs> and so I don't like <laughs> writing a lot. <laughs> and that has been like no, like number two thing that has turned me <laughs> off from journaling every time I've tried in my adult life is that my hand will start hurting. Oh um, put a finger down if you realize how incredibly atrocious <laughs> your handwriting has gotten in, oh, my in your adult gosh. life. Oh, I mean, I'm a teacher, so. So then, you're pretty writing? <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, especially teaching pre-K, I'm literally teaching them how to write their letters. So I feel like my write, like my handwriting's only gone better. Except it just looks like, um, like perfect, like, cause I like make my letters so bubbly. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. like comic sans. I write in comic sans. (laughs) What a humble brag. I feel like Um, my, like, my handwriting is like perfect. Weird, weird flex, but okay. It's kind of perfect. (laughs) No, if, if any other elementary school teachers are listening right now, they will understand because if you even make your, any of your letters, wrong or sloppy the kids are like what the hell is that what is that letter what that is not an a you think that's an a miss green street okay sorry okay so i've never really been like i've wanted to do it because i know that there's benefits behind it and especially with anxiety and stress i know it helps with that which is what i have so i've tried it and i've never been able to really get into it and so I kind of, like, felt like this challenge was going to be really hard for me. And so when I talk about my experience, I'll kind of, like, talk about it because I feel like I might have done it differently than you guys do. Um, when we were doing our morning routines, one of my things I wanted to do was journaling. And so I tried it again then, and that's when I kind of felt like I kind of figured out a way that I could make journaling work for me. That's a little bit different. Nice. Okay. Well, so we're not all – none of us are completely new to it, but it's interesting. I'm excited to hear about what you did that was different because I actually found a few ideas for people who kind of felt the same way as you or might just not feel like journaling is for them. So excited to get into it. But before that, I kind of want to talk about some of the benefits. So the first one is basically just that it helps you to clarify your thoughts and feelings. So if you're – not sure how you feel about things or if you are just having a ton of thoughts like I know some people have a lot of like racing thoughts or just like changing thought to thought kind of thing it kind of helps you to organize and really get it all out on paper and so you can see it and then additionally it kind of helps you to know yourself better so when you're writing more often it gives you more insight you can look back and see what is making you feel happier, what's making you feel confident. Um, You can see what things tend to be toxic in your life or just remember things that were important to you. So I think it gives you just more insight into yourself in general. It also helps to reduce stress. So when you write about your anger, your sadness, or just any sort of painful emotions, you're basically releasing some of those feelings So you are able to feel a little bit calmer or even just be more present. And I read that there was some research basically saying that journaling helps to strengthen um, your immune T cells called T lymphocytes. So basically reducing stress and helping your immune system, I guess. Your T cells. That's what all of the um, coronavirus vaccine companies are talking about, your T cells. Oh, interesting. I mean, is the, the cure journaling? 
everybody that journals does not. For legal reasons, we do not have a cure. (laughs) (laughs) The cure is to write down all your feelings. Talk about that cute boy at the bus stop. Tell me how much your mom has been a bitch. What if the cure was it for everybody to just like get emotionally regulated? Like we all just have to look internally. That probably is the fucking cure. What if our podcast is the cure to COVID-19? Because we're teaching wellness and stress. We're not teaching. We're, We're sharing. We're sharing our experiences. Please don't. Please don't try to learn from us <laughs> we're not experts in anything <laughs> no. for legal reasons we're also not re- experts in anything ever we are, amateur- <laughs> we are literally amateurs in everything yes what is life <laughs> it's like meditate the covid away but As everyone should try journaling cdc <laughs> maybe you should put that on your list yeah masks journaling social distancing <laughs> yeah. write hard. about how much you hate wearing masks like that's where i, yeah. I don't want to yeah, see it Chad. on tiktok anymore don't want to see it on tiktok anymore i don't want to see another fucking facebook post i want to see you journaling <laughs> honestly that wasn't on my list but that is probably a low-key benefit is that sometimes i want to complain a lot about something and i know you can like unload on your friends a lot and eventually it gets to a point where it's like having an impact on them. So if you need someone to just listen to you and you're not like bringing them down also, or you're like, or so you don't have to worry about, I don't know, negatively impacting them or like being too much, write in your journal. You can write about the same thing as many times as you want. And believe me, (laughs) so one low key benefit is basically not just completely unloading on your friends all the time to the point where they don't want to hear about your problems anymore. (laughs) But one that was on my list was that it helps to solve problems more effectively. So generally when we're trying to solve problems, we're using our left brain, we're being more analytical, but sometimes you can find different answers or different perspectives when you try using a right-brained activity. So writing kind of unlocks that ability and helps you find unexpected solutions to things that you maybe have been thinking about logically over and over again, but just need a different way to think about it. That's so interesting. I didn't even ever think of it like that, but now that you said it, yes. I know. I didn't. I thought that was a really interesting one also because... Well, that's what yeah, we like even... do when you're teaching. Like, say you have a kid and he's not getting a certain, like, math concept or something. If you've been teaching it in a more, like left brain way then you'll like switch to a right brain way to see if they'll get it better like you know like using manipulatives or something like that and so now that you said that makes perfect sense yeah I thought it was really interesting and just it totally does make sense and I never thought about it that way just doing a different activity that uses a different part of your brain and trying to figure something out can like help just unlock different solutions that you might have not thought of before. So I thought that was really interesting. And then the last one was that it helps, and I don't know if this one's true, but it says it helped. Some research that I read said that it can help resolve disagreements with others. So basically, instead of like, you know, when you get mad at someone and you're just stewing over those emotions and just you can't really get over it, the thought is that journaling can kind of help you first of all, get all those feelings out and then try to understand the other person's point of view um, and hopefully come up with a more sensible resolution to the conflict. That one I haven't experienced yet, but maybe one day. 
but yeah, I mean, I think there are plenty of benefits probably outside of that. Um, obviously, journaling can take a lot of forms and you could do things like gratitude journaling. So maybe it helps you to improve just your overall attitude and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of benefits outside of those, but those are some of the main ones that I saw. But now I kind of want to hear about your guys' experience this week with it. So we can start with Melanie. Okay, so like I said before, I don't love journaling. I've never loved journaling, and it makes my hand hurt. So I kind of looked up different, like, types of ways that people can journal. And I think I've said this before, but I'm very into structure. And I also love not having to, like, plan... Well, like I said, I can't just, like, sit down because then I'll get, like, this brain block and I can't – I don't know what to write. So I like to have, like, a structure. And so I decided this week to use journal prompts to just kind of fuel my – what I was going to journal about. And then if I felt like – if using that journal prompt led me to, like, start write, just writing more than I would – so all I did was I just went on to Pinterest and I searched, I think it was like self-discovery or like self-love journal prompts. And I found a bunch of them, um, a bunch of, bunch of different lists. And so I guess I'll share like a couple of the different ones that I used this week. Oh my gosh, that noise is probably like terrible on that microphone. Or maybe not. Maybe it's adding effect to just the ASMR podcast. ASMR podcast. ASMR? You've never heard of ASMR? ASMR. What are you you saying to me? I'm saying the letters letters ASMR. It's like when in videos when people like talk like this or they'll like make noise, like crinkle paper. Or they'll make like like you're turning a page in. You're turning a page like in your microphone, so some people might find that like very pleasing or calming to hear. Um, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response or Auto Sensory Meridian Response. Is so it gives you like all about this, huh? There's a podcast about it. Oh, there are tons of podcasts or most and oh, like, there's like YouTube, YouTube videos, videos of people doing it. Like people get paid money to chew ice in a microphone. Cardi B did one and she was like basically jerking off the microphone. <laughs> I I personally hate it. <laughs> I can't stand it, no. But people say I, it like gives them like sort of like I don't know if like an orgasm feeling, but like the chills kind of feeling. Gives you that like would the chill like, yeah, like the sensation of like the sound chills. of me turning the paper is like yeah. could be that. Yeah, it could be anything. It's like never people heard of chewing, this before. It's like people chewing gum, people typing, people turning chewing pages. Gum? Mm-hmm. God no! <laughs> There's a lot of food ones, and those are the oh. ones I hate the most. Like I no. cannot stand people like the sounds of chewing. I no. hate it. I can't I, mouth sounds. Ugh. Can't yeah, no, not for me. And I don't, I don't like when people whisper in my ear. Like I, I can't. Ew, the, whis- no. the whispering is the the worst. Is creepy too. It, I wouldn't say it's the worst part because the food is the worst part. I probably but wouldn't mind so like cringe. the turning pages of a book. That's probably like the least popular one in general. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like it because the sounds that I do enjoy, I wouldn't want them like amplified in a highly sensitive mic, like in my ears. Like, it's 
yeah, it's too much. Like the typing ones, like even the typing grosses me out. Like I can't describe it any other way than like, I don't get a pleasant sensation from it. It grosses me out. Like I want to vomit when I hear people, like the nails clacking on a keyboard. Bit. So cringy. I kind of like yeah. that sound. But probably not in like a podcast ever. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So for my journal, I'll just like, sh- so I have a structure to my journal that I have to follow very closely because that's who I am as a person. And, um, so I did make it part of my morning routine. So the first thing I write is, um, my affirmation that I get from my affirmation cards. I talked about those in my morning routine, but I have affirmation card that I pick every day. And so I write that at the top of the page and then I write the journal prompt that I'm using prompt. And like I said, I just get that from the Zest on Pinterest. And so I'll just read you a couple of the ones I did this week. Uh, the first one was, what do you love most about your life? What makes you feel happy? What makes you feel peaceful? What makes you feel fulfilled? What are three qualities you love about yourself? That one was really hard. Oh, I could think of three things easily that I love about you, just so you know. About yourself, though? No. No, about you. We were talking (laughs) about you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, What is your self-love language? What are your favorite, your top three favorite personality traits? And what are three steps you can take towards your dream life? That one was the one I did today, which was interesting. Cool. Those are um, really good. Yeah. So if you just search like self-discovery or self-love um, journal prompts on Pinterest, you can find a whole list of ones like those. Pinterest and so has everything. I answer the journal prompt, and usually my answer is like half a page ish, because like I said, my hand hurts. And um, do you I ever wonder, know. like, how did we write all day in elementary school, also, or just like in school in general? Like, I would just be taking notes all day. And I have my hand always would hurt. complained about my hand hurting, and my teachers would always like just tell me to just get over it, and like literally. It hurts so bad. And now, like, when kids tell me that their hands hurt, like, when they're writing, especially little kids, we've been taught that it's because they have low um, muscle tone in their hands. So, like, when kids are little, you're supposed to, like, make them play with Play-Doh, make them, like, button things, make them just work on their fine motor skills because it also builds up their hand strength. And so I'm like, have I never built up my hand strength? Maybe that's why. Did you ever have Silly Putty as a kid? I mean, I did. I had all those things. I don't know. Maybe I just have low muscle tone in my hands. No, I remember my hand hurting in school, too. I mean, because there's – even if you have good muscle tone, doing something for eight hours is still going to be, like, strenuous. You, like, have an indent in your finger at the end of the day. The indent, Uh, No, I had had a freaking – callus on my ring finger like it looked like it was a mosquito bite or a spider bite or something because it was like this huge bump on the knuckle of my ring finger that was like so raised and how are you like, holding a pencil that the knuckle of your ring finger is like getting this. a callus like this like so my ring finger is right here so then I would get a callus right here you guys she's showing me and I still don't understand so the the pen is resting on my ring Bree, finger. That's not how you hold a pen. Yeah, like I don't use those. Fi- I don't how do use you that hold a pen? How do you like hold this? A pen? You're supposed just... to make the try. 
Yeah. No, I add Wait, in a fourth. That's probably why your hand hurts so bad. No, that's how no. you're supposed to hold it. They, like, teach you how to hold it in elementary school, and they make that's you... That's what I do, is I teach children for a living how to hold pens. <laughs> Melanie said, don't come living. at me. Don't step to me. I'm a teacher. <laughs> I... This is probably how they taught me. God, stop like, showing it to me. Hmm. I can't. <laughs> that hurts. This is the way... This is the way that... Stop. Oh, not like this. Like this? Like... Like this? Like this? Can or like see? this? That's what I did. Look it. I'm not even doing it my way but right But you're now. saying you're... I was going to say, what is your ring finger doing in that process? So this is this is the way that Melanie wants me to hold it. Yes. The right way. Yes, that's I, how you write. You only no, use three should, fingers. You should not use four. This is so I stressful. I do use three fingers. See, like <laughs> I'm so my, stressed my, holding it like this. My index finger is <laughs> just doing... <laughs> it what? rests on your... It rests on your middle finger, Brie. Okay, so if I did it correctly, I would have a callus on my middle finger. But yes. I shift my fingers down, so I hold it with my thumb. What is my this? Ring finger. <laughs> and then my my. <laughs> that's how I hold a pen. <laughs> how did you get through things. elementary school? What? How did you get through elementary school? Well, first of all, I went to elementary school in Arizona, which is like what the last in education. And second of all, I think we're like second to last, okay? (laughs) Second of all, I actually used to be left handed, but my kindergarten teacher told me that that was incorrect and she would take my. Oh no, you're one of those kids. Mm -hmm. She would take my pencil out of my left hand and then put it in my right hand. I've heard about teachers that change lefties into righties because mm-hmm. they like they used to think that it was like it you was were doing right. it wrong yeah yeah so it was I mean it wasn't my kindergarten teacher it was her aide but they were both like super 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 old ladies and her aide was just like that's not right you're supposed to write with this hand oh my God, and she I'm would so always always take my crayon or my pencil out of my left hand and put it in my right hand hmm. wow Brie you could have been a whole different person I know and now I'm just confused but one of my favorite things to do when the children are holding their pencils in a ridiculous form is to just take it out of their hand. <laughs> so that's what your <laughs> elementary teacher should have been doing. That's what she did. But it was like she more focused on what hand I was writing with and not how I was holding the pencil. Because there were kids next to me who wrote like this. Oh my god. Like they were going to stab somebody. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. The worst one is when they put it like <gasps> oh god like this and they go oh my gosh how do you I have these little kids that they put their like can you see the pen it's like right here they put yeah. their hands like all down here and then so like they're like, literally covering the tip. like literally just like the tiniest bit of lead is showing and they're like and I'm like what are you even doing I just have to have the sharpest pencil at all times. <laughs> How do you know that this is the right way so, to first of all, hold guys, a pencil? Step one. Ergonomically correct. Does this yes, help your Yes, they used to have paint? grips that would teach you to hold it like that. Yes. Like they created grips so your hand would like learn how to hold it. I have little rhymes. Do you need me to give you a rhyme to like hold your pencil right? I don't, can't remember any right now, but I could look one up if you need a rhyme. I, my mind is blown. I I think it's more comfortable the way that I write instead of holding a pencil with, like, these three fingers. I feel like <laughs> I don't have, like, a secure grip on my pen. You still put your pen on your middle finger. You just don't use yeah, four like, fingers, Brie. can still rest your pen on your middle finger. I don't, it's I fine. Like I don't. Oh, you're, you're a lost cause, to be honest. Listen, but. guys. 
<laughs> Listen, it's, you were supposed I'm, to be left-handed. They didn't teach you how to hold them. I, I clearly have bigger problems than the way that I hold my pen. Like, yeah, that makes me wh- so sad. I feel like Aww. I'm having an an ident- like so many so many things. But okay, guys, step one: learn how to hold a pencil. Step two: journal. Anyways, so I like the prompts, Melanie. Yes, just to okay, and then so I did my prompt. I'd answer my prompt. And then the last thing I would do is I would write three things that I was grateful for. Because I do like writing. That was something I was doing before pretty regularly is I would write every night. I would write three things I was grateful for that day. Um, So I just added that to the end of my journal entry. So, yeah. So my structure is my daily affirmation, my journal prompt, and answering that. And then the three things I'm grateful for. And yeah, that's my journal structure and it's been working for me. And so I'm going to, I think I'm going to keep doing it. I really enjoy it and it's like quick, it's easy, it's not too much for me. And I I was going to say, I like how you don't expect yourself to write just pages and pages and pages in your journal, how you're like, oh, I just write like half a page yeah, or, you know, whatever. So I think that's important to note is that you don't have to write a novel to journal, like you can write any amount of words on your page and it's yeah. still and also I like the specific prompts that I picked like the self-love or the self-discovery ones are pretty they're specific enough where it's still like a journal prompt but they're pretty open-ended and they also focus on like what I'm trying to work towards which is like loving myself more and focusing on myself especially in the mornings um, during my morning routine, that's like what I'm pretty focused on, and so that's why I picked those like specific ones. But they have all kinds of like act like generic journal prompts, is what I'm trying to say. If you didn't want to do like the ones like I did, do you feel like you got any like benefit out of doing it? Like, do you feel like it was like a stress relief, or did you just feel like, oh, I discovered some things about myself, or just how did you feel? No, I really, yeah, I really like it. Um, not, it's not, I wouldn't say stress relieving necessarily. Um, cause I'm not really writing like my feelings or anything in it. So I could see like if you're just like writing your feelings, how it would, but that would stress me out more cause my hand would start to hurt. And so. <laughs> um. Hand, the delicate hand. <laughs> Shrivel hand. Oh God. Shrivel hand. <laughs> So I really like the journal prompts because it, like I said, they were hard and like it makes me like have to think about like what are my favorite personality traits and, but also like kind of gave me like some self-confidence this week. I don't know. I can just feel, I've only done it for like seven days now, but I feel more confident and I don't know if it's from journaling, but that's the only thing that's changed. And so I do like, cause I'm like walking around and I've just written how much I love my dry sense of humor and so I'm like (laughs) I'm so funny (laughs) like I don't know like yeah it makes you more aware of it I like that or when someone like or like I was at work and I made a pretty like witty remark and like everyone laughed and then I was just like thinking like I wrote about how I love that about myself and I don't know so definitely more self-confident this week from just doing those specific journal prompts and then um Writing the three things I'm grateful for really, I don't know, it just makes me, especially if I'm, like, having a hard time with maybe, like, something going on in my life or if I'm 
feeling stressed or anxious, like writing three things I'm grateful for just makes me actually realize like how blessed I hate when people say blessed but hashtag blessed hashtag blessed I am actually or just like how I don't like I have a I do have a really good life and you know like if I'm like stressed about money but then I actually think about it and I'm like oh have have a home over a home you have food you have plenty of extra things you don't need Melanie like two kittens and a dog (laughs) two kittens and a dog you're fine you know, like just writing that list is like, oh, yeah, well, you yeah. be stressed, but also you have a lot to be grateful for, too. So, yes, I'm going to think I'm going to keep doing it. I saw on uh, your journal prompts or your journaling style reminds me of something that I saw on TikTok today. And I think we're forever going to bring up t- TikTok in like every single episode that we record. But yeah, we're obsessed. <laughs> I made it onto psychology TikTok today and oh girl it's a good place to be i was so excited to like breach that and and they're like hello welcome yesterday okay wait side side note yesterday i made it to space tiktok and i'm in love with an astronaut okay is it a girl yes oh my god i think i've seen her too uh i love her i don't think she's like a hot astronaut Yes. Oh, she hasn't been to space yet. I want to see the hot astronaut. She simulates life on Mars, and she like proved that it's possible to beer brew yeah, beer. Yeah, bring on- beer. Yes, <laughs> love that. Yes. Yes. So, she's she's the hero. Hot astronaut. Hot astronaut. Hot astronaut. I'm trying to get the algorithm. Well, if I if I see her, I'll send her your video. Yeah. Or send I mean, you her if you actually follow me on TikTok, I could send it to you. Don't follow me either, Bree. I told you to send me your handle, and you never did. But guess who did? Shauna did. Hell yeah. Now she's regretting it, because I send her videos all the time. <laughs> no, I love it. Every time she opens it. her messages, there's, there's like six videos waiting for her. <laughs> I just send it to you guys in our in our group chat. Is that more work? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, yes. <laughs> so, so anyway, my hand hurts. I made it to, I'm sorry. I love you. I made it to psychology TikTok today, and this psychologist was talking about how um, how gratitude, why gratitude helps us, and he was saying that sometimes we can be just so in our head, and um, you have like two states of mind, and one of them was just like on the defense like you're thinking about like all the things that you're doing wrong and you feel like the world is attacking you and you feel like everything is going wrong and then the other one was just like trying to sense danger in other places so that you would be prepared so you're like thinking um oh I'm regretting driving home later because like what if there's traffic and there's gonna be an accident or like my mom's gonna call me and and we're gonna have we're gonna get into an argument or you know just whatever like you're already sensing danger so you're setting yourself up for negative negativity so he says while your brain is preoccupied with all these negative thoughts and these what ifs or these thoughts that you're under attack a lot of good things pass you by so by noting things that you're grateful for even if it's just one thing that you're grateful for per day whether you write it on a post-it and stick it somewhere or you put it in a journal to where you can go back and reflect it helps you center yourself and get 
out of those negative thoughts so that you can see that while your brain is having these racing thoughts, there are still good things happening in your life. And so he's saying that, that it really helps out with stress and happiness. I yeah, agree. I like that. I just wanted to share that. Oh, I like that. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I'll talk about my experience a little bit. So like I said, I have not always consistently journaled, but in general, it's been something that I turn to when I'm feeling really overwhelmed or when I feel like I have a lot of thoughts that I just have to get out. Um, so this week wasn't too different for me. I actually started journaling more consistently again to when we were doing our morning routines. And I actually, I didn't stick with it as consistently as I did this week, but I have been trying to keep up with it because I agree it part of my journaling is writing affirmations and uh, five affirmations and five things I'm grateful for. And I know I've said this before and I'll probably say it a million times, but just like having basically, like you said, Brie, just like throwing in those positive thoughts when your brain is so regularly looking for negative things or looking for like quote unquote danger or things like that, I think really helps to shift your focus on to positive things. And honestly, just writing down affirmations kind of helps like brainwash yourself into <laughs> believing more positive things, I think. So I don't use any sort of structure in mine. I basically just start writing about all the things that I'm feeling because there is never any shortage of <laughs> me feeling lots of emotions and having a million thoughts in my head. So I usually just sort of write with like how I'm feeling that day is kind of how I start out like today's a good day or I'm feeling really anxious today or I'm excited today um, that sort of thing and then I just sort of write out why and maybe kind of elaborate on those thoughts um, sometimes it just ends up turning like turning into just like note taking about what's currently happening um, I'll ra randomly have days where I feel like I'm like oh there's stuff happening that I want to remember right now and so occasionally it'll just turn into that. And I don't know, I think something about just getting my thoughts down on paper and I guess in some way organized just helps to release some of that tension for me. So, and I think it's, it's helpful because sometimes I have trouble saying things out loud that I feel um, it's hard for me to talk about emotions a lot of the time, um, especially to other people. But if I'm not talking to another person, I'm generally not talking out loud because that's weird. Um, so it's kind of a place to get those things out. For some reason, it's easier for me to write them down. Maybe it's because I know no one's going to read it and it doesn't really matter. And I can just say whatever I want without any sort of repercussions. But I really think it gives me that sort of freedom to say things and just get things off my chest that maybe have been just in taking space up in my head for a long time. So I usually just do free form, whatever I feel like saying that day, um, and then end with my affirmations and gratitude. So yeah, that's sort of, that's sort of how mine went. And I, I am glad I started doing it again this week, just more consistently. I, um, really did stick with our morning routine a lot, and I've actually stuck with the meditation. I actually bought into the Headspace app, which Melanie also, I don't think, has added me on. Not just TikTok, but also Headspace. She doesn't want to be our friends. <laughs> um. Stop. No, I did add you on Headspace. Okay, well, I'll check later and see if you're a liar. <laughs> I'm not. I remember doing it. 
All right. All right. I believe you. First of all, I have all my notifications turned off on all of my apps because I read they should turn your notifications off. Like only have like your text messages on because too many notifications all day long is bad for your brain. So I turned all my notifications off on my apps. That's why I have all my notifications off. I have it off on my phone. I have them off on my computer because I can't. Every time I see a notification pop up, it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, only notification I, I get is from texting. But then, like, if I go into the app, I don't – I think on TikTok, I don't know where you look to, like, add people. I've never added anybody. And on Headspace, I did see you, Shauna, and I added you. I'm just saying. And I'm really glad you're using Headspace because it's the best. It Headspace, is really great. Headspace, sponsor me. Please. <laughs> yeah, so I – honestly, guys, I'm just, like, adding more and more to my life from this podcast, like, things that I – I think are helping so I me too I'm still doing my morning routine and now I'm adding journaling to it and I'm just like see I'm opposite now I'm adding meditation (laughs) I know I'm like will my morning routine be six hours long perhaps (laughs) my morning routine takes me to 8 (laughs) (laughs) p.m at this point my day job is my morning routine. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't come to work today because um, I have a morning routine to stick to. Bye. To do. I have three more hours of meditation. <laughs> three more hours. I can't miss it. I'm so advanced. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so that's my experience. I still really enjoy it and I recommend it. But let's hear about how Brie liked her experience. Yay. Okay, so I... I appreciate that all of us tailored this challenge to our individual needs and personalities. I think it's really cool that Melanie needed that structure. So she found journal prompts and Shauna, you wanted this to be like more of a like headspace emotional thing. So you just kind of wrote down what you were feeling in the moment. And I think that's really cool because I think you're also you're like really good at expressing yourself, at least to us. And so I feel like it's cool that you found another space to do that as well, to where you can express yourself to yourself. Thanks, Bree. <laughs> so um, the way that I went about my journaling is to, I guess you can call it that, like a, a prompt as well. I feel like I have a hard time writing just off the top of my head because I like my thoughts are so all over the place all the time that it's like I don't know where to start and then I'm that person to where if you were to sit me in front of like a blank notebook and say okay start journaling my mind would be blank like it would go from like a hundred to just zero like there's nothing there it's blank so I actually use tarot cards to prompt my journaling and I'll do I love that. I didn't know you had tarot cards. Yes. Do you want to see my, I have those. Oh my gosh. Can you do a reading for me at the end Absolutely. Hey. I want tarot cards. Got little moons Thanks on for it. showing us your deck. <laughs> you want to see a deck pack? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's a nice deck. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize for my actions. <laughs> so, um, no yeah, need. so I do... Melanie, I, 10 out of 10, 15 out of 10, recommend getting a tarot deck. I love it so much, and I will totes do a reading for you guys. Like, I do a reading for anyone. I'm trying to get, like, the boys to let me do readings for them, but. I need it. I feel like that's, like, my next step. Like, Uh, I've already gotten crystals, so. 
Yeah, and and freaking yes, I got my little crystals going on here. So, by the way, I added crystals to our list of episode ideas. <gasps> yes. Wait, does that mean I have to buy crystals? I can send you one. That's another thing. You can like share crystals and like trade crystals. And I am like deep into crystal trading land on Instagram. And I'm just like, what is happening here? It's so cool. Melanie oh, fell down that rabbit hole. All, yeah. So far, all of my crystals are just um, in the form of worry stones because I wanted them to have a dual purpose. But I also want to get raw crystals too because the only other ones that I have are on like chains for like necklaces. So I want to get, like, the in-between. Like, I got my worry stones, I got my jewelry, but now I want, like, raw crystals, like, actual. Me too. They're expensive, though. Yes. So you use tarot cards for your journal prompts? Yeah. So, anyways, tangent over. Um, I use tarot cards for my journal prompts, and I'll just do, like, a simple reading, just a simple, like, three-card spread. I'll just kind of like, as I'm shuffling the deck, I'll just kind of let my mind wander and find out like, let thoughts cross my mind. And then I'll I'll flip whatever cards that I have. And you know, my deck comes with this little book that tells you the meaning behind each card. And every deck is is different. um, And every way that a book is written is different. And so mine has like a description of what is on the card it has the meaning it has the reversed meaning meaning like if you were to draw the card upside down it tells you the meaning of it that way too um and then it has like just keywords that are usually associated with that card it has um questions that you can ask yourself um when you draw that card and depending on like how or when you draw that card and then it also has affirmations at the bottom so it gives you a lot of content to work with and i just find that the cards are like a really helpful tool for me in introspection in reflection in manifestation um it just really helps i mean because it's your subconscious is going to find the the connections that it wants to and so you kind of tell your own story with the card spread and how it connects to you and how you're feeling. And sometimes it brings up a topic that you weren't even thinking of writing about or talking about. So I think it's really cool. And I think that gives me like a really clear direction to write about. So I've really been enjoying that. And journaling has been part of my morning routine and I think for like the past few weeks, I've been doing tarot like here and there. And then some days I don't journal just because I I feel like, or some days I didn't journal because I didn't feel like I had anything to journal about because I was trying to do it freeform. And then prior to that, I would journal sometimes about like the podcast or like whatever challenge that we were doing. I would use that as my prompt to, to journal about was just kind of like my experience. But for this challenge, I wanted to do something different and I didn't want it to just like, I can't journal about journaling for a podcast. So why? <laughs> <laughs> a little too meta for me. So <laughs> um, I was like, oh, um, my tarot cards, like I'll just do that every day and see what I get out of it and I really enjoyed it and now I'm like addicted so Brie this is just a a PSA they have a nightmare before Christmas tarot card set on Amazon don't tell me that's all I have to say (laughs) don't tell me these things (laughs) I need it sorry you bought yours on Amazon 
Yeah. No, I bought it. I bought it off of a, a retailer's site, so it wasn't off of the original artist's site because it was sold out there. Um, she sources to different retailers, so I bought it through there. But I did a lot. It took me a really long time to buy a tarot deck because there's like so many. Yeah, there's so many, but you also kind of have to find a connection to one. Um, so the actually the best way, and, and you know this isn't the same for everybody. This is my personal opinion. The best way to find a tarot deck is to play with one and to like shuffle cards and see if you feel a connection to them. And if you feel really strongly connected to a deck, then you should get it. But where do I go buy the? Where do I? What what store do I go to? They're in a lot of bookshops, or if you find like little boutiques not in texas brie <laughs> or like little like hippie stores None of that witchcraft in texas oh god so yeah i i mean you can you can definitely just buy them online if you want them like if you see a card deck a deck of cards and you really like it and you like the designs of it and you're like hey i think i'd really enjoy that you could just buy it online but i'm just saying like i bet there's some sort of like hippie shop in austin i'll have to go to austin yeah, there probably is, honestly. Like, if you look for places that sell, like, yeah, like, hippie hippie things, like... That's where the, the witches live, Austin, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that's your your best bet. Like, places that sell, like, crystals and places that sell, like... Yeah. Did I tell you guys that John started calling me a witch when I got crystals? Oh, yeah. So now happen. it's ever going to be called a witch, now's the time if I'm going to get a tarot yeah. deck. Just wait Perfect. until you get a tarot deck, and then you're really going to be a witch. So yeah, that was my experience. I really, really like it, and I found that that's that's what helps me write about what I'm feeling or what's going on inside. Can I just say that I love almost every single time we do a challenge, we do it differently, and like we all have different experiences, and I think that's so interesting because we're not we're different like the three of us are definitely different but we're not like extremely different or else we probably wouldn't be like such good friends you know like you have to have some similarities with people you're friends with so i just think it's so interesting how we're always so different we're so cool so cool (laughs) brie do you feel like you got anything out of it doing it differently or anything like that or do you feel like it improved your life in any way (laughs) i think it definitely helps with the calming as I don't know if I want to say the calming aspect I feel like it it's um I feel very like usually relieved after I do it like because sometimes I'll I'll do a reading and I don't like what it says because it calls me on some bullshit which in reality that's just myself calling myself out on some bullshit and sometimes self-discovery and introspection is not fun and it's a little painful So some days I'm like, oh my God, thank God I got that off my chest. Like I felt like there was something bothering me and I couldn't put it into words. So I would say overall, I'm just grateful that I have a tool that helps me navigate what I'm feeling because I don't feel like I communicate my emotions well and I don't feel like I communicate what I'm feeling well. Like I can tell when I'm feeling something, but I can't always put that into words. Or I could tell that something is bothering me, but I can't always explain what it is. And I feel like by having this visual outlet or this this other creative outlet to explore that, I feel like it really helps me 
really pick out like what's going on in my brain or what's going on in my heart that day. Or maybe it just pulls something completely out of the blue that I didn't even know that I was thinking about or I didn't even know that I was bothered by or I didn't even know that I enjoyed. Like sometimes I get like this really complimentary spread and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so good about myself because like I just recognized all these really great traits in myself and like I'm actually not as bad as I think I am or I don't suck as much as I think I suck and I actually you know what I mean like so I feel like it's really helping me put my feelings into words and I didn't think that just straight journaling helped me with that before so I'm glad that I found this like combination I think it really works for me that's so cool and that actually kind of leads me into ideas on how to get started for other people and the main one that i read consistently was literally to just let go of rules like don't think that journaling has to be any one specific thing obviously we all did it super differently and i literally never would have even thought to put tarot cards in combination with journaling so whatever you feel like is gonna work for you in that regard just try it like the worst that happens is you don't like it and maybe you try something else but just don't think that journaling has to be just sitting down and writing specific things Maybe you like structure like Melanie, maybe you like free form, maybe you need, I, I don't know, a different creative way of doing it. Just figure out what's going to work best for you. The other thing that was talked about a lot was that don't feel like you have to write about anything super significant. Like it's sometimes people don't want to write because they're like, oh, I don't have anything really important to write about or anything like that. And I actually read something about a Harvard study that they found that most people, most people that they asked would prefer to watch television over writing for five minutes and didn't believe that they'd be interested in whatever they had written later on. But when they went back and looked, most of the people who had decided to write for five minutes found that they were way more interested in what they had written three months later than at the time that they wrote it. Um, and those who chose to watch TV instead of writing actually regretted having done so three months later. So it's kind of this interesting idea that like, maybe you don't think it's important now, but down the road, when you're looking back, that information might be helpful to you to remember or to think about again. And I actually have noticed that a lot in my older writings. I, a few months ago, actually found some of my old journals and like went back and was reading a lot of my entries. And this is when I was writing more sporadically and they all sort of had the same theme when I was writing but they were all at significantly different times in my life and it sort of made me realize that I was in a loop and it that I needed to do something to get out of it so maybe whatever you're writing isn't significant right in that moment but to write something or just like get your ideas out could be helpful down the road hindsight is 2020 <laughs> I love going back and read what read what I've written I don't know why because I already like I wrote it, but I like it. I know, it's so weird. And sometimes you're like, what was I thinking then? Like you would think that you remember and I don't know, sometimes it feels like I'm reading something from a different person. Yeah. I also wonder if anybody listening has used like the really popular pre made journals. Like there's like the five minute morning. I can't think of the other ones. But there's a lot of that like are super popular, especially on Instagram of course. Oh, yeah. Um, but my mother-in-law actually got John and I a journal that is, it's a five-year journal, and every day you're just supposed to write 
not a summary. It's like it's like two lines that you get pretty much. Or not two lines. It's like five lines, I guess. You just kind of write like the significant things that happened that day. And we did it for a really long time. We were doing it every night, but it got so boring because like most days we just like went to work. And so we were just like, right, like we went to work. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. So we stopped doing it, but now I, I do write in it when something like significant does happen. Like I wrote, obviously I wrote like the day we got married. I wrote that we got married. Like the day that I got my Texas teacher certification, I wrote that. But like, besides that, but that one is it's pretty cool. I feel yeah. like I don't. Maybe I'm not like doing it right because she has one, my mother-in-law, and she like really likes it. Yeah. Well, I think like we were talking about, it's probably just different for everybody and how you want to log that sort of thing. So, but yeah. So, um, one of the other ideas or things to keep in mind when you're getting started is that similar to Melanie, if you don't want to write a novel every time that you journal, you don't have to even five minutes will get you started and like sort of get you going on that habit. The other thing was to keep it private. And I know that's probably different for everybody as far as like, I guess if they can trust other people not to read their writing, but if possible, you just want to keep it private and for yourself, I guess, unless you really want to share, but for the most part, you just want to make sure that you feel comfortable writing what you need to and writing what you feel um, and not be worried that someone's going to be like reading it and judging you. So hopefully whoever's around respects your privacy, but um, as much as possible, you probably just want to keep it private. The other one was using journal prompts. So Melanie already talked about that a lot, but if you're one of those people where you just don't even know where to start or what you want to write about, there's like she said, a ton of free journal prompts out there that you can find. And then one two ideas that I really liked. So, and especially because Melanie brought up that, um, writing hurts her hand. There was one that was a visual journal. So I thought that was a really interesting idea. So for people who aren't super interested in writing, a visual journal was an option to do. And then the other one was an idea of a recorded journal. So instead of writing, you're just talking. This one seems a little bit harder just because I don't know who would just like have recordings on recordings of themselves anywhere, or like how you would store that. I'm sure there's systems out there, I guess, but I don't know. I just thought those were really interesting ideas. If you aren't interested in just keeping like a normal written journal, there's just a lot of different ideas about journaling out there. And Honestly, we all know you can just Google it. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to kind of find your groove in journaling and find a way that works for you. So I definitely think it's worth trying. Yeah, I like that you can kind of tailor it to like your needs. And then if something isn't working, you could try something different. For sure. Sweet. Well, I think that was a good challenge. I mean, I know it wasn't something super new or exciting for me, but I like talking about it. It's something that I have found has helped a lot. And hopefully if you try it and like it, let us know. I don't remember our email. Melanie, what's our, e our email? <laughs> it's trialsandairpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you've tried it and you liked it or you have other ideas, send us an email. Let us know. We want to hear about it. Maybe we'll get another, a different journaling episode with like a whole new journaling idea to do. So, yes. Also, if you just have like any like 
anything you want to ask us or like questions or if you just want to like send us an email about something you liked in the podcast um if we start getting people to email, even if one person emails us actually I want to start doing at the end of the podcast uh doing like listener mail because I think that would be really cool and like reading people's emails that bring to us and if you ever have an idea for a challenge you want us to do please send those because those are I I can't wait till we start getting like outside ideas because I just feel like the three of us already have a lot of ideas I like there's just like I feel like a million things we could do so I'm excited to get ideas from other people agreed and if you like this episode make sure to tune in for our next episode when we talk about our excuse me Shauna hey guys it's editing Brie make sure to tune in next week for our Kegel challenge We will be discussing our research and our experiences after doing Kegel exercises for an entire week. Melanie? Yes. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and tell all your friends about it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 in the store at the camp. Ah! <laughs> Melanie died. Where'd she go? <laughs> I'm back.